Welcome to EO Audio, the weekly podcast brought to you by the East Oregonian. It's Friday, August 14th, 2015, and we're presenting part two of the Rock Camp edition of the show. We've handed the microphone over to the journalism students of the Pendleton Arts Center Rock Camp. If you listen to the first part, you'll hear the same introduction, but the new material starts a little after the one-minute mark. Enjoy. Rock and Roll Camp 10 podcast, presented by the East Oregonian and the Pelton Center for the Arts. Pelton is a medium-sized town in northern Oregon, roughly halfway between Portland and Boise, Idaho. Famous for its long-running western gathering, the Pelton Roundup, this town of roughly 17,000 also has a vibrant arts culture. The Pelton Center for the Arts opened in 2001. Every August since 2006, it transforms for one week into a hive of musical activity. In episode one, we talked to campers and counselors from this year's camp. In this episode, we take a look back at the first rock camp ever. Listening to In Your Mind by James Dean Kindle and the Eastern Oregon Playboys, a band that features Peter Walters on many instruments. The idea for a rock camp grew from a program at Pendleton Center for the Arts called Art Rocks Teens. We did it like once a month for, uh, I'm sorry, we did it once a week for like six weeks or something. And then we did another session of it. We did it once a week for like eight weeks or something like that. And it was going well? And it was going well, but it was like really hard to like accomplish anything because it was only like a couple hours a week, you know, for six weeks. So at the end, we had a great time and it was just really hard to accomplish anything. We, we decided if we can do this for like a whole week straight, we could get a lot done. What and made, ten years later, I'd say we have. What made you the guy? Like what, what made you want to I don't know. I think I was thing. just the... Uh, the the willing one. Yeah. I think, uh, um, I don't know. I don't really know. I've been asking myself that for 10 years. Yeah. Uh, what makes me the guy? So talk about the first, what rock, makes you the the first rock camp. Did it take place here in the building? Uh, it did. Uh-huh. It did. And that was pretty awesome. So what was the first year of rock and roll camp like? The first year of rock and roll camp was really super fun and really scary. It was super scary because we didn't totally know what we were doing. We knew what we wanted to do. We weren't entirely sure how to do it and so we were still learning. Um, So the first year was like really fun and really scary but at the same time it seems like small potatoes compared to like this year because like back then we only had 35 people. We only had 35 campers. You know, and we were still like, whoa, this is terrifying. You know, this is really scary, but, you know, we, we made it through the week. We had a great output of, uh, of uh, music, and uh, by the end of the week, we, I felt like we, were, we did a really good job. And then 
it just kind of got bigger from there. So, yeah. Do you remember anything crazy from the first year or through anything these past ten years? crazy from the first year. Let me think about that for a second. Well, let's see here. There's a few crazy things that have happened. The craziest thing in all the ten years of rock camp was probably two years ago when we had the end-of-the-week concert and it got uh, it stormed on us at the very end and we had to frantically move everything into the art center. I mean, not the art center, uh, the... Uh, GP. G- yeah, the GP. And uh, so that was the craziest There was a band called the Kill Davids back in the day that uh, played, and I always thought it was crazy that uh, that uh, the town was like pretty cool with the Kill Davids, even though the Kill Davids were a little bit uh, out there. Kill Davids were a little bit, uh, they were a little bit uh, on the, you know, pushing the line a little bit, and uh, so I always thought they were pretty crazy. Um, yeah, other than that, I'll think about that. Peter reached out to friends in the Northwest music community. The first band he talked to was Portland group Point Juncture, Washington. That was Chlorine from Point Juncture, Washington. Amanda, who sings and plays the drums in the band, shared with us some of her memories of the beginning of rock camp. So what was the first one? First rock The first rock and roll camp for kids in Pendleton was a lot of our a lot of the counselors' first time really working with kids and doing music stuff, so we were probably just as nervous as all the campers. I'm guessing, but um, Peter had everything together, you know, in terms of planning it out, and people showed up. um, It was a little different from now. It was a little less organized. We didn't didn't stay in hotels back then. We all crammed into the basement of this church and stayed there. And uh, it it was a lot of fun, but I would have to say the counselors were, were a little bit terrified. Started on the first morning because we just didn't know how it was going to go. But by the end of the first week, we were all just blown away, and we were completely hooked on this town. And you know, everyone's parents were so cool, and it was like we live in a bigger city. You know, Portland has a rock and roll camp for girls that this was modeled after, but we hadn't seen this kind of community coming together in a small town where you have these free resources for the kids and the counselors can get paid and like, you know, this whole, uh, it's just a really unique thing here to Pendleton and it's the kind of thing that can't really happen in a, in a bigger city so it's, it's kind of just perfect little gem that worked out. We were so hooked after the first year we just had to, uh, had to make it happen every year and it's just been more and more organized and we still have a little tiny bit of terror before the first day where we don't know if we've prepared enough, you know? 
Going back then, there were a lot of kids into metal. There were a lot of double kick pedals. Um, we didn't have as much acoustic music, you know. Uh, throughout the years, it's come to include a lot of different types of music and different instruments, but the first year was very, very heavy, very rock and roll heavy. What's one of the craziest things that's happened through these 10 years? Craziest things. I'm trying to think of what's been crazy. Um, I think the craziest things have been transformations. Really, with, I mean, I, I guess I'm, off the top of my head, I'm not thinking of a, a story where, like, something broke or the show, you know, was thwarted or something. We used to put on shows at the skate park. That would get pretty crazy. People jumping around, skateboarding, crashing around. But um, the craziest thing for me was just seeing the transformation from, from the really shy kids. There's always like two or three really shy kids. And occasionally those kids end up just front and center on stage, you know, and, and belting their heart out and just singing and, and revealing this dynamic of themselves that maybe their parents haven't even seen, their relatives, some of their friends haven't seen. So, you know, after the shows, after the, the Friday night showcase on Main Street, it's always fun to, to go around and talk to the parents and see who who is just shocked, you know? Like, there's all, someone's always shocked at the concert by, uh, you know, what these what these kids have done. The, the shy ones who come out of their shell, but also the, the, the stolen ones who are singing a pretty song, you know, or like working, uh, working very well with others if they, if they tend to be a loner or something like that. So it's not, it's not as exciting as some like, you know, wild story, but uh, it's pretty incredible to me, the transformation that happens. And overall, larger translation, when we see um, we see kids who started out as these little metalheads, you know, who are like in some cases really disruptive, you know, and you know, years later they, they're playing an acoustic guitar and they're really into folk or like bluegrass or something. So it's, you watch the you watch that transformation um, of kids as they're growing up. And if you see people only once a year, it's really noticeable what's different about them. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what's, what, what, you know, the crazy stuff was way back before Rock Camp happened, you know, that was the Pendleton uh, Overground and uh, some of the DIY house show houses, that was, that's back when things got a little bit more crazy. <laughs> And yet another member of this band, Victor, shares some of his story. So what do you what do you remember from the first rock camp? What do I remember from the first rock camp? Um, nobody knew what we were doing. I remember sleeping, we slept in the basement of a church, which was really interesting. Um, there was a drum kit set up there, so it was really hard to sleep because people kept playing the drum kit while I was trying to sleep. Um, 
What else? Uh, first year of rock camp. I was really surprised by uh, how good the bands were. Um, I was really surprised that over the course of the week how many people were able to write a song and then at the end of the week have it uh, performable, have it sound really good. I didn't really think that was possible when they told me that what we were going to try and do. But that first year, I was like, oh, okay, people can do this. That's amazing. I feel like I've written songs before, but I don't think I've ever had anything come together in a week. So that felt really good. What's the craziest thing you remember from these past 10 years? Craziest thing? Um, usually, uh, my favorite thing that, my, that is pretty crazy is the audience reaction to the bands on Friday night. Um, I, I remember the first time uh, Weston got up there this first year and he sang um, I Want to Be Your Dog by Iggy Pop and the Stooges um, and watching the like the, the parents and the, just the people of the town just completely freak out and respond to him that was one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my entire life let alone my camera we are the band Hey No Tomatoes Ben Barnett, one of our counselors. Ben had been here for the first year and this one, but none of the camps in between. We asked him about the change from year one to now. Well, it's so much fun. I did it the first year, and this is my 10th. I didn't do it for 10 years, but I came back. So, what was it like the first, on a rock and roll camp? Um, it was a lot smaller. It was somewhere, I think, between like 25 and 35 kids and uh, just a handful of instructors. Um, but the spirit is the same. The spirit is fantastic. Like, it seems like the... Because you know sometimes when things start small and get bigger, they can change in a way that's maybe not so fun. This has grown and stayed fun. It stayed the same spirit, the same energy, the same, like, people are, like, really having fun. And um, I don't know what more you could ask for from a situation like this. It's such a gift, you know? So it's really cool to be a part of it. It's, um, you know, it's been 10 years, so I can't necessarily say it's better or worse, but I can say it feels just as good, and it's just as much fun. So, how are you enjoying your first year? I'm enjoying it. Right. Right. So, do you remember anything crazy from the first year? Anything? Seeing Point Juncture, Washington, which is, um, they're a band that I don't know if they're going to play this year. I don't think they're going to play this year. But um, Amanda and Victor um, and Wilson and Courtney are all in a band called Point Juncture, Washington. And, um, you know, when you transcribe this, who you're working with, they'll know the band. And the first year was the first chance I got to be their friends. 
I always admired them. You know how you like that person's awesome. I want to know them, and um, and then when you do, and they like you, you're like this is great. This is awesome. You like Minecraft too, like you know, like that vibe. So they were like that with me, and when I saw them play, I remember just being completely blown away that there was a band in Portland that I liked that much. So yeah, seeing that band was cool. So and. Um, and we didn't have a hotel then. We stayed like with Peter and with friends, and so we were all like staying in this little apartment. And it was really, really roots, really grassroots, like really just the beginning. It was a lot of fun. So, yeah. Anything else? Pelton Rock Camp X podcast was produced by podcasting campers and the journalism team. Special thanks to Bonnie Day, the entire staff of the Pendleton Center for the Arts, and Tim Trainer of the East Oregonian. You can contact us at rockrollcampx at gmail.com. Find us online at rockrollcampx.flavors.me, on Tumblr at rockcampx, on Flickr at rockrollcampx slash Pendleton2015. On SoundCloud at Rock Roll Camp X. If you're in the greater Pendleton area, be sure to join us on Friday, August 14th on the 400 block of Main Street to see the Rock and Roll Camp concert. All are welcome to enjoy this free, family-friendly event. Music starts at 7. For more information, visit www.pendletonarts.org. There's a lot more counselors this year than there were in past. There are a lot. Um, how about I campers? To, uh, how many original campers were there? I need to go there? do some things. Sir, Just one more question. Mr. Walters, how many campers were there the first year? Answer the question, please. Will you answer the question, sir? <laughs>